0: The Bakers of Weber's Bread present your All-Star Western Theater, recorded earlier for release at this time.
1: Drifting along, singing a song under a western moon. From Hollywood comes your All-Star
0: Western Theater, starring America's great western singers, Hoy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage, bringing you the stories and the spirit of the great open spaces. And now, here are the Riders of the Purple Sage. (laughs) Ride my pony over the
1: prairie, out on the open range. Herding the cattle, dusty and weary, out on the open range. I wanna see the sunset over the mountains, leaving the moon so plain. I wanna hit the saddle, herding lazy cattle, out on the open range. I wanna hear the wind blow over my campfire, brushing the smoke away. Rolling my blanket there by the campfire, waiting the break of day. I want to see the dawn break there in the morning Making me feel so strange I get my pals together Then we hit the leather, Out on the open range Hello, friends. It's a pleasure for all of us to be back with you again Singing especially for you our Western songs. And I have a particular one in mind right now A song full of tender but disappointed romance. It's been a favorite for some time now And I hope you'll enjoy hearing Remember Me Songs belong to lovers in the moment. The sweetest days are the days that used to be. The saddest words I ever heard were words of parting. When you said, Sweetheart, remember me, remember me. the candle lights are gleaming. Remember me at the close of a long, long day. It would be so sweet when all alone I'm dreaming.
0: Just to
1: know. close of a long, long day, it would be so sweet when all alone I'm dreaming, just to know you still remember me.
0: come down to us from the early days of the West, the cowboy always found something to sing about. He sang about his loneliness, his sweethearts, his horse, life on the range. There's even a song about food, free holy beans. Perhaps if any cowboy had been lucky enough to get a loaf of Weber's bread, there'd be a song about this Western favorite, too. It's easy to sing praises of bread as good as Weber's. It's freshness, it's satisfying flavor. And what's more, each fine textured slice means good eating, real nourishment. Weber's bread is enriched with all the vitamins natural to whole grains, and that means extra food value. You'll like good Weber's bread, always fresh, flavorsome, and nutritious, in the blue and white Czech gingham wrapper. A happy song's always a pleasure for everybody. The singers, the listeners, the foot tappers, and the digit thumpers. And since hardly anyone can sing a happy song better than a cowboy, it's going to be a pleasure to hear the riders of the Purple Sage let loose on holiday for the blues. You gotta start in
1: a-singing and you gotta shout. You gotta keep on a swinging, kick the blues right out. Don't you let it get you, you got too much to lose. It's a holiday for
0: the blues.
1: You gotta start in a shoutin till you're feeling fine. You gotta keep on a touting, gotta rise and shine. Keep the rapid ring till you settle for fuse. It's a holiday for the blues. The sun is out a shining, the sky is bright and clear. It's no time to be pining, no time for having fear. Go callin' on your neighbor, go out and spread the news. 'Cause it's a holiday for the blues. You gotta start in a singing, and you gotta shout, you gotta keep on a swinging, kick the blues right out. Don't you let it get you. You got, got too much to lose. It's a holiday for the blues. Was riding on my pillow, not a cent in my jeans. It felt like it was weeks since I'd had pork and beans. I said let's jump in the river, my horse said I refuse. Cause it's a holiday for the blue. I went up to racetrack, the horse gave me a smile, leaned over and he whispered, I'll win this by a mile, I didn't feel unhappy, though I lost my shirt and shoes, cause it's a holiday for the blues, you gotta start in a-singing and you gotta shout, you gotta keep on a-swingin' kick the blues right out. Don't you let it get you, you got too much to lose. It's a holiday for the blues. You gotta start in a shoutin' till you're feeling fine. You gotta keep on a toutin', gotta rise and shine. Keep the rafters ring till you set off a fuse. It's a holiday for the blues
0: Now it's time for another story of the Golden West, told by Foy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage. This tale they call The Cry That Caught the Killer. High up in the beautiful San
1: Juan Mountains of Colorado, near the Colorado-New Mexico border, is Crystal Lakes Ranch,
0: breathtaking in its unsurpassed setting. Fred Emmett and his wife Sally own and successfully operate the ranch all year round. During the summer, they take in paying guests, dudes, Extra guests require extra help. And this summer, Boy Willing, Al Slowey, and Johnny Paul have been hired to help the Emmets and to lend a little bit of atmosphere to the place. Well, the summer's ended now. The first snow is falling softly. That means the boys will be heading south soon. But before they go, there's a job to do, a job they've been working on all morning, for roaming this countryside is a killer
1: No, it's really pretty, ain't it, boys? Oh, it's pretty all right, Johnny. But it sure fouled us up. Oh, I don't know, boy. Mountain lions don't leave such good tracks when they get into rocky territory, and that's where we tracked him. That was right. Sure, but if it hadn't started to snow, I'll bet we'd have picked up those tracks on the other side of those rocks. Well, maybe. One thing is sure. we got to find out where that old boy is shacking up and kill him before we leave. If we don't... None of Fred Image stock's going to be safe all winter. Well, besides that, there's a $50 bounty for a mountain lion, and $50 will buy a lot of beans. The skin will make a nice rug for Sally to put in front of the fireplace. Yes, it will, Johnny. Hey, let's touch these nags up and get going. I want to get back to the ranch and get a cup of good hot coffee. Me too, Al. Come on, Johnny, let's ride. off your shoes, man, or Sally Emmett will chop off your heads and throw them in the kitchen range for fuel.
2: You can just bet your bottom dollar I will. <laughs> I've got a clean kitchen floor.
1: Fred back yet, Sally?
2: No, he isn't, boy. I thought he might be with you, boy.
1: Well, he went with some of the other men one way, and we went t'other, to so to speak.
2: Well, I expect he'll be along shortly. Come on in. I've got a pot of hot coffee on the stove.
1: Mm, that's exactly what I wanted to hear.
2: I'll bet you're cold, clear through, aren't you?
1: I am. Well, it's not freezing yet, but it's going to be by tonight. The snow stopped
2: now. I guess you didn't find the mountain lion or you'd have said so.
1: Well, we might have if it hadn't started to snow.
2: Gee, when it began to fall, I thought, well, there goes the hunt for today.
1: Well, we found the track all right, but we lost it at the rocks on the other side of Red Granite Cliff.
2: Oh, you were on the other side of Red Granite.
1: The sugar, owl. You break your arm? Can't you reach any more? Okay, okay. You know, Sally, I wonder if that mountain lion ain't smarter than we are. I got a feeling his lair is on this side. Oh, this coffee really hits the spot. Mm. But his tracks are on the other side.
2: Well, if he kills some stock tonight, you'll be in luck. Because you can track him straight home in this snow. Yeah,
1: as soon as we get him, I'm going to make a few tracks myself. I like the snow, but oh, you beautiful, warm Texas sun. Oh, your blood's too thick. Yeah, your head's too thick.
2: I don't see how you can leave this place. Oh, I want to say I stand at this kitchen window a dozen times a day and look at those hills and simply drink in the beauty of them. Tommy, you play around the bar in Corral. Don't
1: you go wandering off. You better come drink your coffee, Sally. It's going to get cold. I
2: guess I had. wish Fred would get home. It's going to get dark early tonight.
1: You know what? When we leave here, I'm going to miss Tommy.
2: And he's going to miss you boys. We're all going to miss you for that matter. And incidentally, while we're on the subject, when you boys do leave, don't say goodbye to Tommy. Well, oh, Goodbye. It'd break his heart if you do. Just let him think you're riding into town. And I'll break the news to him gradually over a few days.
1: Well, I suppose you're right, Sally. Four-year-old can take those things pretty seriously.
2: And boys, try to come back next summer. We've had such a lovely time this summer. I want you to come back again.
1: I'm willing. I've had a great time this summer. All those pretty Eastern girls. Hey, Johnny, how about Ethel? All those pretty Eastern girls except Ethel. Or, how fat can a girl get in 20 short years? I'll tell you, the time he was trying to help her onto the horse and she fell on him, I thought I'd plumb expired.
2: <laughs> I stood there at the kitchen window watching, and I was simply doubled up. I cried. a laughed so hard.
1: I didn't think it was so funny. She nearly busted all my ribs. <laughs> yeah, and, and Johnny yelling for help. Oh,
2: help, help! Well, how would you like to have
1: two tons of dead weight descend on you from a great height? <laughs>
2: That was Tommy.
1: The mountain lion, he's going into the woods. Tommy! Tommy! Come on now, fast. Boy? Yeah, and grab that flashlight, Al. Got it. And take gloves. It's going to be freezing by the time we get back. We're not going to ride, are we? Up through those woods? No. We're traveling light and fast. And we're going to have to move, too. It'll be as dark as the inside of your hat in an hour and a half. Okay, let's go. Boy, wait a minute. Johnny, you get back into that house and stay with Sally. But I want to go with you guys. But what about Sally? Somebody's got to stay with her. She'll be all right. All right, nothing. She's nearly out of her mind. You stay with her till Fred gets back. I want to help get that mountain lion. What are you talking about? You couldn't hit the broad side of a barn with a 12-gauge shotgun, facing it head on and standing five feet away. Now, going back into the house with Sally. We can't waste any more time. Come on, Al. Let's go. Well, all I can say is you'd better bring back the skin, you big game hunter, you. Tommy must have been just inside of the corral fence. There's where the tracks start. Yeah, look at the blood on the snow boy. Let's hope, Al. Let's hope a lot and hurry more. Come on. Well, he knows where he's going and he ain't wasting any time getting there. It's a good straight track. He's going to lead us right to his lair. Getting tired, Al? Yeah, I ain't used to this mountain climbing. But I'm not slowing down. No, we can't. Haven't got more than 45 minutes more of light. All I can say is the Lord provided the snowfall at the right time. We'd never be able to trail him across the flat table rocks without it. We might have. There's a drop of blood every 10 foot or so. Well, if he'd pinned a note on every tree, he couldn't have left a better trail. Yeah, and I've got a hunch where he's headed for it, too. Boy, did you ever hear of a mountain lion attacking a child before? There used to be an old codger that lived in the Zuni Indian country in New Mexico. Yeah? Now I remember him telling how he tracked down and killed a big cat that was carrying off the Zunis' kids regular. The Zunis themselves wouldn't kill the cat. Well, why not? Well, they worshipped mountain lions, part of their religion or something. Well, how do you like that? <laughs> Cave, and the tracks lead in straight as a string. Red granite cliff. Well, when we was tracking him this morning, he was coming around the cliff from the other side. Right. But we've got him now. Well, what are we going to do now for it? Smoke him out. Uh, who's going to light the fire? You. Well, now, supposing he doesn't like me fooling around in front of his house? I'll is... keep you covered. Well, all right. Let's move in. Yeah, and keep it as quiet as you can. Well, what do we burn? Everything's wet around here. Uh, under that overhang, there's a dry pine branch. Put some wet pine needles on top of it, and you'll get a good smoke. Okay. P. U. Get a whiff of that stench from that cave. Yeah, he's been living here a long time. Shove the branch in closer to the mouth of the cave, Al. All right. And put some pine needles on it now. I'll get that. I'm going to light it. I'm ready. Keep to one side, Al. Fan the smoke with your hat so it goes inside of the cave. Okay. That's it. That's doing it. That's doing it. Hey, did you hear that? Stay there. Stay there and keep fanning. Watch out, Al. Here he comes. Don't miss. Oh, boy. (laughs) That was as good a shot as I ever made. Right through the head. Oh, you dropped him clean. Yeah. Scatter the fire and let's get on into the cave. Yeah. Turn on the flashlight. Although I don't think we'll find what we're looking for. (coughs) Smoke. I can stand the smoke, but brother, that stink. Look. Bones. Hoofs. Hide. Feathers. No Tommy. What are we going to tell Sally for? I don't know, Al. I really don't know. Fred! what What are you doing here in the bunkhouse? Waiting for you boys. Who's with Sally, Fred? Sally's lying down. Johnny's eating some soup for all of us. You killed a mountain lion. That's his skin. And... And Tommy? No sign of Tommy, Fred. Sorry. I don't know if it'll make it any easier for you, Fred. But the lion lost... uh, Well, he lost whatever it was he was carrying. How do you mean? He went out around that narrow ledge above the canyon just before you get to Red Granny Cliff. There are signs there that show he dropped his prey. And he slipped off the ledge and fell into the canyon. Boy, did... Uh, Did anybody actually see the lion carrying Tommy away? Well, no, but we heard Tommy scream, and when we all got out on the porch, the lion was just disappearing into the trees yonder, and Tommy was gone. I keep hoping that it's a mistake. Maybe God in his wisdom has somehow spared him. Don't hope too much, Fred, but just the same, at daybreak, we'll start down into the canyon. There's a chance in a million, I guess. Well, I'll have to go tell Sally... Sally. I'd have been willing to die if I could have prevented this.
2: I know you would, Fred. I would have, too, twice over. Did the boys find his body?
1: No. They killed the cat, but they didn't find Tommy. They say that when the cat went along that ledge above the canyon, he dropped the body and it fell off into the canyon.
2: That's a thousand foot drop. Yeah, I know. Do you think there could be a chance, Fred? Fred?
1: One in a million. We'll leave at daybreak. We'll go down into the canyon and see.
2: I'd rather have you find him there than think what would have happened otherwise.
1: I know. Makes me sick to think of the other.
2: Look out the window, Fred. Yeah. Look at all that terrifying beauty.
1: Sally, lie back and rest. No,
2: I'm all right. I want you to look at those snow-covered hills against the night sky. I used to think that heaven couldn't be any more beautiful than this place. Used to? I'll never be able to look at those hills again without thinking of the wild animals that are stalking their prey. Waiting for a chance to kill. Ah, Sally. I'll never be able to look at the corral again without seeing that beast disappearing into the woods beyond.
1: Please, honey. I'd never
2: be able to have another child here, Fred. i be afraid to. And I want another child.
1: You... you want to leave here, Sally? Yes. But everything we have is here.
2: We can start all over again.
1: If that's what you want, Sally.
2: And <laughs> I think that just this afternoon I asked the boys not to say goodbye to Tommy when they left. Because it would break his little heart to know they were going for good. Well, now we'll all be going. and None of us can say goodbye to Tommy.
1: Oh, darling, don't, don't.
2: <laughs> I didn't think I had another tear left in me. I really didn't. There, there. <laughs> What? It's the same scream. That's Tommy.
1: But it can't be. Come on. Fred, Sally. We're coming. He the haymow. Boy's
2: up there now. Boy. It's
1: okay, Fred. It's Tommy. He's up here in the haymow and he's all right. There now, Tommy.
2: You're all right, honey. You're tucked in your own little bed, nice and warm. I'm still so cold, Mommy. Well, Johnny's going to bring you a hot water bottle, honey. That'll warm your feet up real nice. And some hot soup, too, Tommy.
1: Sally, do you think we'd be rushing things to find out what happened now? Yeah, I'm real curious.
2: What happened, Tommy? When did you go up into the hay mow? When I saw the big cat watching me in the tree. I got
1: scared. Oh,
2: of course you did, darling. Then what happened?
1: Then the big cat came out of the trees and made a yell. Well, that was a scream we heard and thought was Tommy. And he jumped
2: on Babe's little colt and took him away.
1: The colt, of course. We never
2: even thought about the colt. Why didn't you call us Tommy? I was scared. Oh, you poor baby.
1: And then I went to sleep, and when I woke up, it was dark. And I was afraid the big cat would come back after me, and I screamed. Well, I'll be dogged. I never knew a mountain lion scream was so much like a little kid's. Well, Tommy, you don't have to worry about that old cat anymore. We killed him and brought his skin back, and you can have it for a rug. I can't? You bet you can. When we come back next year, we'll get you another one, or maybe two. Sally, come here a minute. (laughs)
2: Look
1: at the snow covered hills against the night sky now, Sally. (laughs) It's
2: beautiful, Fred simply beautiful.
1: You still want to leave?
2: No. No, I'll stay, Fred. When you stop to think about it, you realize that there's so much beauty, there's bound to be a little evil to balance things up. We'll stay. But from now on, I'm going to keep a rifle handy. (laughs)
0: Boys, the passing of the open range meant a change from wrangling cows to wrangling dudes. It didn't mean less work, though. In fact, some of the boys complained that herding honorary steers was less work than dude ranching. Some modern changes have met with unqualified approval, though. Take the way women so promptly gave up home-baked bread in favor of better bread like Weber's. It's not just a matter of convenience and time-saving. Weber's bread is really good bread, always fresh with the fine, delicate flavor of choice ingredients. All that fresh goodness is sealed right in. Lasts longer, too. And remember, Weber's bread is extra nutritious, enriched with B vitamins for more bodybuilding nourishment. Buy a loaf of good Weber's bread next time you shop in the Blue and White Gingham Wrapper.
1: Well, friends, this is the point during the proceedings in your all-star Western Theater where Four Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage ring up the curtain on one of the great Western
0: songs of all time. Today's selection is one that will live as long as Western music lives and will be heard wherever Western music is heard. Tumbling Tumbleweed.
1: See them and down pledging their love to the ground only but free I'll be found. Drifting along with the tumble and tumbleweed. Cares of the past are behind. Nowhere to go but I'll find. Just for the trail will wind. Drifting along with the tumble and tumbleweed. I know when night is gone That a new world's born at dawn I'll keep rolling along Deep in my heart is a song Here on the range I belong Drifting along with the tumble and tumbleweed Free I'll be found Drifting along with a tumble and tumbleweed I know when that is gone That a new world's born at dawn, dawn. I'll keep rolling along Deep in my heart is a song Here on the range I belong Drifting along with the tumbling, tumbleweed. Well, we've reached the end of our trail again, friends. We're always glad when you can be with us, and we invite you to join us again next week. Heard with us in our story today were Leon Ledoux, Rita Lynn, and Harry Bortell. This is Foy Willing speaking for Al Floyd, Johnny Paul, and Scotty Harrell, The Riders of the Purple Sage sang so long, and the best of luck to all of you. Drifting along, singing a
0: song. From Hollywood, you've heard your all-star Western Theater, of V.M. Bear production, starring America's great Western singers, Foy Willing and the Riders of the Purple Sage. The script was written and directed by Scott Farnworth. This is Terry O'Sullivan speaking.